0: Today's episode of the Chromecast is brought to you by Visor for Chromebooks. Are you a school or a school district with a Chromebook one-to-one program? If so, get ready for your summer intake today with Visor for Chromebooks. Visor is a Chromebook management solution which seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system. With Visor, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even automate disabling lost or stolen devices while notifying parents all in one click. Listeners to this podcast can get two months free, so be sure to tell them you heard about Visor on the Chromecast podcast to qualify. To learn more, do a Google search right now for Visor for Chromebooks. That's V-I-Z-O-R for Chromebooks, or click the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined here today by Gabriel Brangers. Hello. And Robbie Payne.
1: What's up? That's a quick hello. That was I, a am, I am I am vibrant hello. today. Like yesterday he knew yeah. he knew he was yes, going first I today. Felt he is, it,
2: but he yesterday, yesterday juiced up and ready to go. Yesterday was rough for me. I I had some something going on with my neck, and it just it was everything I did was difficult. Today I woke up. I'm a little sore, but I feel better. Robbie brought in the chirp wheel, so I got to stretch it out a little bit, and I am ready to go. And it feels like a Friday. It does. This, <laughs> it this is podcast is kind not of, brought
1: to you by chirp wheel, yeah. but chirp is awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah okay hold on. Let's just check and see if they have an affiliate. We'll just sign up real quick. Nailed it. <laughs> the Chromecast is now brought to you by Chirp.
2: Yeah, yeah. We just we figured that out. Just powered
0: now. by fresh roasted coffee and Chirp. 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 It would. It, I mean, that would make a sense for us actually. I'm look, Why because not? Uh, they're on share sale. So cool. yep. yeah, there we go. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll throw a link down there. It actually is a great product. I mean, that's fantastic. Most of what we do from an advertising perspective, like we have a lot of partners that we work with, but some of these products, if if you all are unfamiliar, um, are affiliate programs, basically. So, so we find products that we really like and, and, and advocate for and recommend truly like it's stuff that we've used. And then they have, you know, some sort of referral or, or, um, you know, affiliate program. So, you know, uh, this could be one of those products where Robbie bought it and you got the whole set, didn't you?
1: Yeah. So they have three sizes. The bigger is the more mild version. And as the wheel gets smaller, yeah, it's just, you know, surface area physics, you know, it works out. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's more intense. Um, um, with my body weight and size, the, the big wheel is the right size. Yeah. I get to the smaller ones, man, and that thing is, it feels like it's going to go through my spine. I uh, can imagine. So yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome, though, because if – I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but if you've used a foam Too roller, late. like you understand like what benefit there is to rolling out certain muscles and kind of getting those muscle fibers to relax and kind of chill out, it's very hard with a flat foam roller to do that on the center part of your back. So yes. Those, where yes. those muscles really converge around your spine – the, the flat foam roller kind of takes the weight and disperses it across your entire back, versus having it like centered on those muscles right around your spine. Well, that's where the chirp wheel comes in. Yeah, because I, I it have it the, all yeah, of that. I have pressure. the hard foam roller for my hip. I, I mm-hmm. have.
2: have been trying to work out more. lately. Like <laughs> chirp would not be great for that. Right, no, and yeah. that, chirp and is the, very specific. It's perfect for that because the muscle that leads from your the side of your glutes down your leg is flat, and you can roll that out and stretch it out. So I like to do that before I work out. I tried using it on my back one time, and it was excruciating. <laughs> yeah, not that I've, the Charb Wheel's like super comfortable because yeah. you're stretching things, sure. but it's made to go yeah. right there in that pocket on each side of your spine. Yeah, yeah,
0: so. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. We we shouldn't go on a tangent here, but i I was, uh, I was at one point doing a a pre PT program in college, and was super into all this stuff. And yeah, foam rolling has its benefits. It's, uh, I think, like. A specialized thing like this chirp is really interesting though because it's 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 a specific thing like right. right. Like, some yeah. people think like oh I'm just gonna foam roll and it's gonna fix everything like no like Negative. yeah that's not gonna work. But uh, there are obviously use cases for it and this this chirp wheel is a specific kind yeah. of thing. I that mean that's why I like Ro- Robbie
2: yeah. and I back in another life worked for a doctor and he had a, a hydro massage table and if mm. you've ever used one of those the the water jets run up and down specific areas on your back and it was so great to lay on it. the chirp wheel takes it to entirely new level because you're using your own body weight is stretching the muscles out it's not a massage it's a
0: stretch and and yeah yeah, like that's a just i i struggle with thoracic like right between my shoulder blades and man well and for for people that do work like us it's sitting at a computer yeah
1: there's certain stuff like between your shoulder blades that Mm -hmm. you're aggravating that you may not even know oh yeah i guess you're just sitting there typing and using a mouse all day and that, that i hate like there are days that i go and i don't hop on that chirp wheel it takes five minutes you know exactly. just kind of roll it out for a few minutes and, and i feel so much better yeah. um when i use it but again this isn't a plug for that this was actually <laughs> yeah. this was, I promise you this, this was not planned but it's
0: turned into a spot by accident but there you go that's, but I've that's, had that's we at, actually do recommend it so i've had it at
1: home and you know i've said oh, i need to bring that wheel over and, and gabe was so jacked up yesterday i was like i will mm-hmm. i will make sure and grab the chirp wheel and bring it over tomorrow yeah so
0: so there you go. <laughs> there was our spot. Brought to you trip. by Trip. <laughs> yeah. fresh roasted coffee. We're gonna we're gonna see if we can get signed up with them. Uh, so one other quick thing: are uh, on the run to 200k. We hit our second milestone. Woo woo woo! Won't be long. So, we'll be at our third. I know, to be honest, I know. churn rolling and we, right we're rolling right along, we're picking up a little steam here, and I love it. So speaking uh, of steam, no, it's different. <laughs> <was. laughs> hey, hey, this is my time. Just this is my time. <laughs> yeah. My bird. You away. Uh, so. Yeah, our on the run to two hundred K giveaway is is chugging right along. We're we're doing random prizes leading up to our grand prize and we're doing it every twenty five hundred subscribers. So and it's gonna be a random prize each time, so you Go ahead and get entered to win now. Like, don't wait to be like, oh, well, I'm going to wait for that one because it's just gonna it's going to be random. Um, we've got some great stuff to give away, all powered by MediaTek. Huge shout out to them for helping to make this giveaway possible. So go check it out. And if you're listening to this at some point in the future and this giveaway is done, we probably have another giveaway going. So just go check the website. Yeah, we'll give we'll give something away. <laughs> we're, we're always trying to give something away. Yeah, we have so much stuff right? We here. have had we have had an ongoing giveaway running for what feels like this entire year so far yeah
1: it's been constant (laughs)
0: but it's awesome yeah because
1: i mean you know
2: when we first started this we we talked about doing giveaways and at that point we were trying to grow this thing and we never wanted to do it as a way to entice people to you know consume our content and now it's not that now it's we get to give back to all the people that have gotten us to exactly. where we are which is yeah. so
0: cool so yeah and, cool. and we've yeah and we've developed partnerships with with people and are able to do something like you know this this uh, extended giveaway with the help of media tech and yep. so yeah just it's an awesome thing go check it out we'll link it and everything so all right let's dig into some news of the week uh, I think the main news, if you are interested in Chromebooks and Chrome OS, uh, you might have heard, you might have read on our website that Chrome OS 91 is out and about. And we have a video that will probably go out today. Yeah, that the 91 yes. video you're going to put out. So this afternoon. So uh, as you're probably listening to this, the video will be out. Maybe we'll... We'll retroactively add it to the podcast if you don't put it out before. I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure um, it
1: out.
0: Go check the website. We'll link I'll it. I'll probably do it first and then yeah. get
1: the podcast out so I can link
0: it easily. There we go. Easy peasy. So we have a video talking about a couple of these new features, but we wanted to run through a couple of them here on the podcast. So let's get some of those weird ones out of the way first.
1: Yeah. It, <laughs> so I don't want to say weird ones, yeah, but they're kind of weird. Yeah, Kermos, I'm checking real quick the... Uh, Let's see, Voltaire. Nope. Okay. So that that still holds true right now. 91 is out for almost everybody, but the main two groups uh, left out at this point are uh, Voltier, which are the new Tiger Lake Chromebooks, and then your new Jasper Lake Chromebooks. Uh, both of those groups do not
0: have 91
2: at this yeah. point. Uh, we were kind of talking
0: yesterday. Like, there's not a ton of those out and about. So maybe no. they're just kind of.
2: Yeah, uh, there's not. Yeah, there's barely. Has any. it updated from yesterday? Or is it was still about the same. Uh, it looks the same to okay. me. Uh, I didn't. Exactly, take a screenshot, but yeah, it looks like why not? You can do a scrolling screenshot on there. I mean, can you? Yeah, with the (laughs) screenshot (laughs) tool. We can do
1: scrolling screenshots. Did you? Where have you this? been? I don't are you know? making this up? It's
2: a video. You're making video. this up. It's a video screen. Oh, it's a video. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a scrolling. <laughs> I thought it
1: was one where you click the screenshot, you know, and it scrolls until no. you click, like OnePlus does. Man. I'm like, okay, well, there, I there, feel there, better. I mean, it's making, the same know, thing. thing but <laughs>
0: there were some like plugins that you used to get a whole page long. No, no, that's
1: not a thing. Yeah, there are some plugins you can use, and it'll do it. You'll see it take the screenshot and scroll the screen. It's cool, and it paste it
2: together. Yeah. There's some phones that do that, and I could see one hundred. Does this happen? That my old OnePlus did, but I don't know if it's on here or not. Because used to, used it in I remember getting an update and then taking a screenshot, and it said, "Click here to scroll." Yeah. Let's just try
0: it. Yeah, we'll talk see, to me. See, 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 see what happens. <laughs> no. Joe had a question. Where are you? Yeah. Where, so, so for those listening, where 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 are you looking to see it's what devices have
1: the article I put Plus. out about like this, these. Most everybody's getting it, and they're not, yada, yada. I'll link it in there, but it's cross.tech, C-R-O-S, Chrome OS, dot tech. Um, I, don't, I don't remember who is responsible yeah, for Yeah, we the wrote site. about it. Um, um,
2: I spoke with the young lady who co-developed it with some. It's just something it's they – just pulling from yeah, they uh, just, Omaha. They, the they designed a, a nice little website that pulls all that information but makes it clean and searchable, and there you can even get the uh, – uh, you can grab your um, – wow, your ISO images for three oh, or right. four yeah. versions uh, yeah. back if you want to revert yeah. a device or whatever. Yeah,
1: so it's it's a super handy site. It's well laid out. You can search for your device if you know the device name. Uh, and then you can just look at a table that has everything on it. And you can just kind of look down the side and see yeah. that almost everybody's on 91 right now. Again, it's just a, a particular couple groups that aren't. And that's not surprising, again, since a lot of these devices aren't out there. I mean, Tiger Lake uh specific there's what main ones the hp x360 14c the new one are there any other mass tiger lake uh, the cx-5 is widely available uh which uh, one did you say you had the acer HP.
2: the hp with the acer you can't buy yeah yet. the
1: acer's not out there yet yeah, that's about it's it. So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, even though there are other devices that are popping announced yeah, uh, and that kind yeah, of stuff.
2: 514, but it's not available yeah.
1: yet either. Um, so yeah, it's not that surprising. They, they can take a few extra minutes and it would be cool if uh they roll uh if they went ahead and rolled Android 11 uh over to Tiger Lake, that would be cool, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Uh anyway, um
1: it, it, this in, this update's interesting because it's not Uh, this massive overhaul. It's like the last couple updates we've gotten, we've been tracking all these big features and they all landed in 90, uh, 89 and 90. Uh, We got a bunch of new features I mean you had Tote and the media player and um, Phone Hub and um, Screenshot Tool and big updates to the virtual desks and that's just a lot of stuff that kind of landed in in two updates so um, it feels like they're probably in the mode to like kick things back a notch, and I would I would expect at least the next couple updates to be kind of like this, incremental. Like, fix your bugs, fix a handful of things, add a feature here and there. Yeah, and that's, know, I'm that's a what foodie. He said,
2: kick things back a notch. I just thought of Emerald because we were watching the new <laughs> Master Chef, and he was a guest judge on there last night. He kicked things up a notch, yeah. not back a notch. Kick
0: things no. up
2: a notch. That's fair.
1: Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, like, with 91, the... the Google announced specifically a couple of things that we all agree were all there before. Uh, so the Imagination... Yeah, real weird. I even looked. Uh, the Imagination wallpapers are all the same. Uh, they were all there already. Um, but they chose to highlight that as a new thing. Um, they chose to highlight... Um, what was the other little tiny thing i'm gonna have to go look now back on it. the uh
2: available offline offline files. yeah offline files that one was that real was, weird because i thought there, there were some new new wallpapers i went back and i still have a device on it this device is on 89
1: yeah. and it's got the same wallpapers so but,
2: yeah the available offline thing i don't use that personally
1: i don't either but i know it's been there for a little bit a minute um so you you know you select a file or a folder in your google drive in your file manager and just click a toggle up top and it's available offline for you to use and save and work with and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, those weren't huge features obviously. Um, but then there's one that's a small feature, but a nice feature, uh, PWAs and I'm assuming Android apps as well can take advantage of this. Uh, I don't have a ton of Android apps, but, um, uh, notification badges. So if that app is coded as fully as a PWA, so like where I, I pin discord as a shortcut, Works like a PWA, but you know, and it should be Discord should do that. Their web app is so fantastic. Uh, but I don't, I don't like, I don't know that the notification will work on that one because it's technically just a web shortcut. It's not, they don't have everything maybe in, in line. Yeah. But the Twitter app, for instance, uh, I'm looking, the device I'm using right now is still on 90. Uh, and I can I know if I click this Twitter icon down here, it's going to open up. I will have no, yeah, I've got twenty plus notifications over there. There should be a badge on this, and if I were on ninety one, there would be a little bitty circle on the top right, letting me know you've got some notifications. Take some action. So you know, Gmail messages, uh, social media stuff, that that kind of stuff. It, it would be nice to be able to have that quick badge to know there's sure. something I need to look at.
0: Did we did we clarify if it's going to show numbers or it's, not? It doesn't
1: at least so the ones we're seeing graphics like, i think i think they made a mistake at io when yeah. they showed that they they it was showed just a mock-up and, mm-hmm. it, and
0: it, yeah it was wrong because yeah. i would hate that i don't like oh, that. i can't stand it do you remember like, back in the day like iphone like, oh, it turns I was, into an oval no, because yeah. the number is so it, high and mine was just like nine <laughs> nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine 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 <laughs> dot like, dot 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 i was like oh boy yeah,
1: That's just anxiety-inducing, and, yeah, and there's no purpose silly. for it. Yeah. If you have a notification, you have a notification. What do you exactly. need to know? I've got seven, or I've got 12. Yeah. Like, It's just a cue no,
0: to say. Hey, click this in.
1: probably needs some attention at some point, and it's just so much more subdued. I, it, notification badges are cool without numbers.
0: And I'm assuming you can turn this off if you don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> yes, you go to <laughs> the...
2: Uh, sorry, I'm over here messing with I, my notifications on my phone because my phone's messing up again. You go to the notifications... In the set, quick settings, I'm on ninety. Yeah, he so. won't have it there. I won't have it. You're broken. Uh, um, so, so yeah, you gotta just go to, just go to like notifications, device. and there's a toggle at the oh. top that says oh. app badging. Perfect. That's even, yeah. That's even better. You know the Clean. way the way it should be. Yeah, yeah I love it. So
1: that. you don't even have to dig into settings. That's perfect. So again, like I, I like this um, cadence that that they have right now of waiting till a, a thing is ready and then delivering it to people. And there's no better showing of this like virtual desk was like this even though it was simplified when they first put it out it worked really well right Um, they didn't bring all the other features until they were ready Yeah, and they were they were cooler features they made it a better overall feature exactly they weren't necessary and it's screenshot tools the same way like when they rolled it out perfect it's great like, I don't have any complaints about it. And they've added a few little things like the microphone toggle or whatever. But ultimately, they rolled out a, a fully baked product uh, to Chrome OS. And they've done the same thing with Nearby Share. Um, and that's the big trumpeting feature of Chrome OS 91. Um, and rightfully so. Because it's
0: cool. <laughs> well, I spent <laughs> all morning,
1: cool. honestly, because I kind of figured it would have issues. Because um, how long have we been using Nearby Share now? <laughs> in development using with flags and different channels and all that so it's been months
2: i was going to say a year months. but
0: yeah, yeah maybe
1: and you know when it first started showing up we tried it and knew it was going to be broken and you know try this and try that and every time it would show up it's we like, would,
0: we would try moving like bigger files and they would never work like we whenever we do all of our uh, patreon videos we were trying to yes. move them and it wouldn't work
1: yeah i mean and i just kind of expected it not to work it was it was in development and it's a complex thing like what what we're doing here it looks really simple and that's the magic of what they've created. It's the magic of what Apple's airdrop is. It's
2: a complex
1: behavior that is made to look simple and easy to
2: use. So you wrote Android's upcoming airdrop like feature is being worked on for Chromebooks. That was Jeez. in April 2020. of twenty twenty. Yeah, so, wow. it, so was yeah, pr- it was probably it. early summer when we first saw it. So it's been it's been over a year that we've been seeing
1: pretty broken versions of this thing. So, to be fair, it rolled out in 91, and I just hadn't tested it yet. I kind of expected it would be busted. Like, not, not busted, like not works, but, you know. There'd be little bugs, change. Connections drop. Yeah. It won't find yeah. my phone. I Different tried to Wi-Fi's, do this thing. You know, wouldn't yeah, work, and I was like, 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 uh. like So, I, I set out to test it and really put it through paces because we wanted to make a Chrome OS 91 video, and I wanted to be able to talk about it uh, intelligently. So, I spent a good hour and a half just doing every possible scenario I could. And it worked literally every time, every situation I put it in. The only time it didn't work is when I turned Wi-Fi off on my phone and it said, hey, you need Wi-Fi on to do this. So uh, there's something going on because the, the, the devices I was sharing between, I was putting them on different Wi-Fi networks. We've got one for the the main office uh, and then we've got our own network. And even though they're pulling from the same uh, Source, they are two different networks with two different SSIDs and two different passwords, so they are not connected when we're not on one network. All of our Chromecast and you know accessories aren't available. You can't see them. They're not part of the same network. And so I put one Chromebook on one network and one Chromebook on the other and fired up nearby share works Did put my phone on one network, the Chromebook on the other fired it up, works shot stuff from my phone to my Chromebook works shot stuff from the Chromebook to the phone works Chromebook to Chromebook works every single time without fail. Didn't have any issues finding devices. So once I had them all set to only contacts, as long as the contacts were shared between the two, never had an issue finding them. Um, remove the contacts and use the, you know, make visible to everyone works like you'd expect it to turns itself off after five minutes. I mean it, and, and part of this I think is work that has been done on the Android side as well. Mm -hmm. So the Android version of nearby share is, is better, uh, and more (coughs) cohesive, but what they've done on the Chromebook is, is it's fantastic. It's not just a, Oh, this is a cool little thing you might use every once in a while. I'll use this all the time. Now. Um, I think this will fall in line with the same thing as, um, Um, whenever your recent photos start showing up in the phone hub. Like it's going to be that kind of daily, very useful productivity thing because I mean, it's awesome. It's just awesome to think like, I just took this video, you need it real quick, or you took a video and I need it on my Chromebook instead of I'll upload it there. I'll wait till it shows up and drive and then I'll download it, whatever that you just boom, shoot it right to me. Which, you know, oh, I you will, took that will, photo. Yeah. Shoot it right to me. Tell you tell you, that's
2: horrible because you you up. It's so weird how Drive works because like I do these little side videos on the side on the weekend for for our church and I'll upload them to Drive and if I go to another computer I can download them but I can't watch them. It's usually like an hour yeah, before process, they before they basically. process. But you can still download. It's just like. This is so much easier. I just open up nearby share and I send it to where I need it. It's yeah. so much quicker. So oh yeah. man.
1: It's uh it's gonna be very, very beneficial. Something that I think a lot of users are gonna find a lot of worth in. Um and on top of that, like the share sheet even in the files app now, you know, I've got Android apps on and you'll see it in the video when it when it rolls out. Like, you know, I can share stuff in the files app right too. We didn't kinda glossed over that. That yeah. has the share sheet in files been there? Officially, I the don't
0: last we talked about that in I the May, so. last version. I'm, uh, in, I'm in beta. So it was I'm not one sure. of our. It was one of our. See, I always get confused whether because no, we're some of in our, channels and. Yeah, I, I always forget whether our videos we've done are the flags or the main updates. I know it's been in one of those, so we've talked
1: about it. But, but I love you know the the share sheet opens up now if I if I click on this image that I have you know I've got. I mean, yeah, because this is eighty nine on this device. You can send it to Squoosh. You know, I can, so yeah, awesome. I can just hit Squoosh and boom, it just opened in Squoosh. And I know that's simple. I know that's um, a simplified thing that isn't, isn't that big of a deal. Right click and open with has been around on Windows for a decade or two decades or whatever. That's not new. And, and Chrome OS can do that too. But having that share button up there. It's just become this, especially for Android users, I realize iPhone users, meh-ish, kind of, because it's it's more locked down, but for Android users, it's one of the benefits of using Android. Like, you just got to look around. There's usually a share button, and when I click it, I can send this thing, this file, this address, this copied and pasted text, this image, just whatever. Whatever I got, I can click that share and usually leverage it with something that I've got on my phone. And I love that. It's it's flexible and it's quick and it's easy and now it's just kind of becoming slowly but surely a part of Chrome OS. You know, we, we don't have share options completely across the board. Like I'd love to just see a share button at the top of the Chrome browser. I'm like it should just be a share button. I
2: get I can copy and paste the URL. It's the open web. You yeah, mean yeah. an like an omnibox share sheet? Yeah. It might happen. It's on the I way. We, we, it's we, coming. We, yeah, we I wrote I wrote about the flag, but it's actually it's kind of working in uh, Canary so you can share from the Omnibox but there's an option to when you share to your Chromebook from your phone there's a new little icon that pops up there to let you know hey you just got something from another device so but yeah even like if I right right click an
1: image here I should have there should be a share button I mean it should just be ubiquitous. Like that's crazy. (laughs) Sharing is has become part of the way that you that's what I would do on Android. Sure. I would right click that image and a share thing. I'd click share and I'm gonna go send it somewhere. That is weird. I I get we're on a desktop. It, it it is different because now from the desktop I have the ability to do more stuff. It's more functional. But go ahead and in, include the, the simplistic thing too, you know, uh, especially because it's just becoming so much yeah, more but natural. Yeah, that's just
2: become the nature of navigating the web, which is where we spend most of our time anyway. So, yeah, you should be able to, any image, I mean, honestly, you should, yeah, be, the, able, the should be able should to. Yeah, the context menu should have share in it. Links period. or whatever. Yeah, I should just be able to click share.
1: And I think we'll get there. I, I think yeah. that's, that's the direction things are moving. And I think at first, the, the whole share idea was something that was there on mobile devices in lieu of the more functional stuff that you have. I can copy paste on here, and then I just paste it into such and such. And, you know, it is more functional. But the share sheet's just kind of nice yeah. to have. It's simple. Um, and, and it's, I think, again, something that from the mobile world, our brains have just kind of latched onto. And it's like, oh, this is how we send things places. Uh, And, you know, we get that question a lot. Like, where's the share button, you know, on on a Chromebook? It's like, well, Well, I mean, the the URL is right there. You know, it's it's right there. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. But I think eventually we'll get to the point where, you know that 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 stuff's ubiquitous and and we'll just have sharing all over the place and uh, whether it's a chromebook or android or whatever just it will work and part of that will be i can like i don't know that you would want to use nearby share for some of that stuff that we just said but you might like if there's an image that's right there and i hey i found that image you were looking for oh where is it well right now i've got to grab the url go to a A a messaging app and click it or whatever. Or with that, you just right-click. The share button's there. I click it. Hit nearby share. Click your Chromebook. Mm -hmm. Now, boom, it just
2: pops up.
0: That's so much cooler. I could see that being... I, uh, I could definitely see that being a scenario especially for us I mean, yeah cause working. like right
2: now I can already if I if I scrape some paste in an article I can send link to that. some text I can send scrape some paste scrape he's, some paste. Some paste. he's, he's eating, paste. eating the rover if cement if I scrape ball. some te- text in this article I can send it to my phone right I should be able to do the same thing I should be able to right Shared click this p- image and this send to my devices should work but it's not there
0: yet it's yeah. getting there so was I can't remember before as we were talking about share sheet you were talking about something with nearby share that led to oh and then we we kind of breezed over that I can't remember where you oh, were going the, with just that.
1: the ShareSheet yeah. in in the files app yeah. like the fact that it's there and yeah. like that reminds me that feels like a mobile OS yeah. sort of thing the yeah, way it sure. pops up and and Gabe's talked about it. it's coming to the omnibar in the Chrome browser and it needs to be there yeah. you know it I, I again I know it's the open web you can grab there's a URL for everything everything's got a URL um, for the most part, and so, I get that. You know, in general, you can just copy that and sure, paste it somewhere. But, yeah. but no, there's just something about the share button that yeah. just works.
0: So yeah, that's that's awesome. And then, I mean, just to go back to nearby share real quick, we we you, uh, you mentioned this, I think, uh, towards the end of that uh, our video that we're going to be putting out. But it just feels so well baked it's yeah. like oh yeah. google didn't just throw something out and it's kind of halfway the working and not working like it worked in every scenario we tried and it's awesome so that's it's like that's if, a
1: if we're not careful we're going to get used to know, chrome right. os features yeah. rolling out and just working all the time. i, hope, yeah. so.
0: I really <laughs> hope so i
2: really hope so i hope that becomes the norm just discovered and I, I i feel like i knew this was a thing but maybe we haven't talked about it so you can't you there's no share when you click on an image on a website, but the QR code creator for Chrome works for images, so I just sent you a link for oh, that's on sorry. it's on WhatsApp um, for an image. So I think will it will the, will the image
1: just show up. Or I gonna think it's
2: going to open the slug for the our media gap. So image. what did you do to do this? So I just right-click the image and create QR code for uh, this image. Okay. Yeah. So let's huh. see what happens when you click it, and let's see what happens when I scan. Oh, this that's, gets real that's interesting. Nerdy. Yeah, it just, just goes It just goes to the URL.
0: It's just going to take you straight there, I would assume. Same thing of, with this QR code.
1: Yep. But to be fair, that's no different than right-clicking it. And get, yeah, absolutely. Get URL absolutely. or copy URL, kind of and that's it. But
0: total, total other random tangent here, but isn't it amazing that QR codes just made, like, an awesome resurgence of that? Yeah. I mean <laughs> I they, they were, were going to die. They
2: were foot in the grave, completely. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being in the car business, and they thought, like, this is going to revolutionize. People can walk around the car. And they do. They still put uh, QR codes on Maroney stickers so you can download that information for yourself. But they're like, people, this will change the way people mm-hmm. buy cars. <laughs> yeah. No, it won't. Yeah. Because they still have to have somebody sell them the car. And then they started doing the Bluetooth when Bluetooth Low Energy came out. Oh, yeah. They said, well, these beacons. beacons. beacons put them will on change these cars. Shopping and when people are walking around, they'll get these notifications. like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> people are going to hate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll hate that worse than us coming out there and breathing all
0: over them like we do. You know? <laughs> but yeah, QR codes—they've made a resurgence. Hey, they're great. Uh,
1: they're in the right context. Yeah, uh, there, they're amazing. Yes. Very helpful. And
0: and very. we've and you know obviously COVID has has forced that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's 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 interesting. Okay, uh, one other quick thing with ninety one. I think this was specific to ninety one, but Michael had written the article about the twenty three percent faster. I don't even know exactly what. what yeah, what?
1: so they actually announced this at IO. Um, Spark plug. It's part of the new V8. So V8 is that's the. Render- I was like, I remember the, it was a car thing. Yeah, V8 it? is the JavaScript Spark rendering engine for Chrome. Right. It has been for ever a long time. Like that's their that's their rendering engine. Um, I don't know all the techno babble um, around it, Easy. but Sorry. in general, it wasn't me. would not me. Um, but the. The general idea here is, and I probably could just go read Michael's article verbatim, but it Sparkplug provides just a twenty-three percent faster JavaScript rendering performance gain. It's a big, it's a big jump, um, and as more and more the web is more and more interactive, and there's more stuff that happens just on page and all that kind yeah. of stuff. All of that's JavaScript. Um, we're not moving in a direction where there's less and less JavaScript we're moving in a direction where there's way more JavaScript because these are becoming
0: web pages are becoming applications would, would, like would something like input mag be an example of this yeah input. That, Is that probably all inputs is that got, JavaScript you think they probably got quite a
1: bit of JavaScript running on their site but what I'm thinking of is the Twitter PWA yeah there's a lot of JavaScript going on in order to make <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it is an app. To where every time you click, it's not loading some new web page. It's 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 all on page stuff that's happening, and that JavaScript has to then you know go hit uh, you know uh, databases and 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 pull all this kind of stuff up without jumping you around pages and making it feel like static web pages linked together. It's stuff that's all happening in one window, one DOM, you know, and it's it's just heavy and. Even if it's not a PWA, there are more websites that are taking advantage of this type of thing. I mean, go to the google.com forward slash Chromebooks and just scroll through their website a little bit. There's a lot going on and a lot of cool interactive elements, animations, and you can do a lot of animations with just CSS. There's a bunch of stuff you can do on page once it's rendered with CSS without needing to pull JavaScript in. It's all the interactive elements. Like when they click this, it's going to do that. And when they click on here, it's going to do this. And this is going to come in only when that goes. All of that stuff needs JavaScript to fire, to to work on a lot of if this, then that. PHP, that, that outputs a lot of websites, is a server-side language. It's, it's if this, then that. As the page is loading, mm. and then it's done. There's no interactive elements on the page that you're pulling PHP code to go talk to it's the not, server. It's
0: not dynamic. It's, it's already loaded. PHP is yeah.
1: like, look, you got the page. I'm done. Until you load another page, I'm yeah. I'm chilling back over you, here. JavaScript is front end, and, and, and it and it deals with those interactive elements as it goes. And so we're not going to see less JavaScript. No, th- we're going to see more JavaScript. We're going to see
0: more and more of this as as more uh, websites become app like. I yeah. mean. Twitter, yeah. Twitter is a perfect example.
1: Yep, yeah. and so yeah, as PWAs keep growing, I mean, gosh, jump around in Discords uh, website. Like I, calling it a website's ridiculous. It's it's an absolutely an application. Yeah, that lives a, thinking, it lives at a URL.
0: How is everything happening in uh, in Gravit Designer? Oh, all JavaScript. All JavaScript. Right. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, every bit, uh, and it's all like you're not reloading pages ever. No, it's all loaded in that DOM. And so it's all right there in front of you. And all that JavaScript has to be able to enact. When they do this, do that. If they click this, click that. And, you know, you talk about keyboard handlers and all this stuff. Like, all that stuff's running through JavaScript. And so, uh, you know, these things are heavy. Well, guess what? As SparkClug rolls out and JavaScript performance gets better, it's going to make Chromebooks feel faster, too. Mm-hmm. Because the majority of what we're doing on a Chromebook is web-based. The majority of web-based stuff that's interactive is JavaScript, cool it's all this is just faster it just means faster
0: that's <laughs> done <it>. yeah <laughs> better yeah. faster is better yeah it doesn't yeah. like do
1: you really care how they got there yeah. i mean most people don't that is uh, it. there's yeah. a handful of us that maybe get into it a little bit and yeah. if you are a javascript developer oh
0: absolutely you're like 100 you're, you're like on oh us. cool
1: so i can get away i have a little more overhead to work with now so i can push and that's that's how computing <clears> works <throat> basically we we get new chips that do more stuff, and then we get new we can, renderers
0: that do more stuff. Develop and against developers it, yeah. are like,
1: ooh, I got some more overhead, so yeah. I can maybe add a little bit more in here.
0: That thing that was kind of slowing down my my process, my my right. my UX is now, I'm free to do that yeah, now. Exactly, and and that's why <clears throat> old machines, even
1: though they didn't they didn't get slower the graphic stuff got more complex. And so uh, a Chromebook that's eight years old now feels slow. Not because that Chromebook got slower. It's just what it's having to deal with now. It's the processor inside was never meant, didn't even know that that stuff was going to be a thing whenever it was made. So, you know, because we talk about Chromebooks get faster. Well, then no Chromebook should ever feel slow if that's true. sure. It's not that it didn't get faster. It's just that it's little incremental increases in speed didn't match now the the heightened amount of content
0: basically that's hitting it that it just wasn't built for it. Yeah, right so at the end of the day uh, your experience on the web is getting faster. better <laughs> yeah
1: things should happen smoother exactly. um, without the developer having to do anything to yeah, exactly. that and that, those are always benefits when when it's part of the framework right when faster. Google or Apple or somebody changes and goes okay if developers will update their such and such things will work better it's always like eh, well eventually that'll That'll pan that's out. A trickle down. This is just... <laughs> the, the JavaScript rendering engine is just yeah. faster. And so that's it's awesome. faster at dealing with uh, JavaScript performance. Love it. Love it.
0: So uh, I think that was everything in 91.
1: There was one other thing on Chrome OS 91 and Android, and a lot of people found oh, it the, very yeah, interesting. Just It's a built-in screenshot tool in Chrome. So Chrome's Chrome A has its own little share sheet that pops up that's not Android share sheet, which... I don't know how I feel about that, but whatever. Um, but it's in its share sheet, there's a new screenshot tool. And it's a screenshot tool that works in Chrome and just in Chrome. So it's not your system screenshot tool because Samsung and OnePlus and Google and who still makes Android phones? <laughs> Lenovo. LG, who quit? LG quit? Uh, LG quit. Yeah. 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 Huawei doing their own thing. Well, yeah. Just all these different. Yeah. Everybody has their own <laughs> screenshot tool and it works in different ways and yada, yada, yada. The benefit here is you've got one screenshot tool in Chrome that's got all the tools you need, Yeah, crop tool, markup tool, text tool, rearrange it, color them, bold, not bold, blah, 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 all that stuff, and it just works. And so no matter now what any Android phone you pick up and hit that screenshot, you hit your share button, hit the screenshot tool, you're going to get the same experience across the board. And it's a little, you know, Gabe pointed this out. It's a little quicker, you know, than if I take a, a system screenshot, it's going to go wherever it goes. I got to go to it and hit share. Pick the app, share it. Versus here, click it, get the screenshot, write it up, and then share it directly from there. Exactly. And so it takes out a step. It's a little quicker, and then it gives you a, a UI that's consistent across the board. Um, and at first, I was like, "What? Why? Why did they bother doing this?" And then after I used it, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this no, makes sense. I get it." i like it whatever
0: yeah your image that we used in the uh, nearby share was text 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 yeah. <laughs> i was like oh robbie was playing around with screen it's in that article yeah it's there in you there go. you, go you got text it. and you got uh, markup tools yeah. so that's all you need so all right so there we go that's that's everything uh we're going to take a quick break for an ad and we'll be right back guys this podcast is brought to you by nordvpn We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Today's episode of the Chromecast is brought to you by Visor for Chromebooks. Are you a school or a school district with a Chromebook one-to-one program? If so, get ready for your summer intake today with Visor for Chromebooks. Visor is a Chromebook management solution which seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system. With Visor, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs and even automate disabling lost or stolen devices while notifying parents all in one click listeners to this podcast can get two months free so be sure to tell them you heard about visor on the chromecast podcast to qualify to learn more do a google search right now for visor for chromebooks that's v-i-z-o-r for chromebooks or click the link in the show notes Alrighty, welcome back everyone so uh, the next thing we're gonna get, we got a couple little, cu- couple little pixel things here we want to talk about phone things in general, phone stuff, phone stuff. And uh, the first one we were, I was, uh, I'm, I'm kind of learning about this as we're sitting here talking, and Robbie's explaining, it and I was like, no, 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 hold it, let's just, let's just <laughs> explain it on the podcast. <laughs> so continue, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Joanna
1: actually wrote about this. Um, a little bit back and a lot of people covered it um, I don't remember who the initiator of this it might have been XDA uh, first time around two or nine to five somebody did an APK teardown found this some stuff in Google Play services about a service called Esh, and the idea being it would be a mirror for um, whatever Android service was up on your phone uh, when you needed it on your Chromebook so think about like Windows your phone and Samsung's do this too and um, and the idea being, like, Bless you. right now, for instance, I, I don't love the whole notifications coming from my phone because all the messaging services I use on my phone, I have a web variant that I use in my Chromebook. So I end up getting double notifications all the time. And yeah. when you click on one of your phone notifications, it doesn't do anything because there's nothing for it to do. Uh, it's just there to let me know it's there. It's, I don't know. They're kind of weird. Um, and, and they feel half-baked. <laughs> really?
0: It does, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It is right? weird. Yeah.
1: Like that, Now... There are obvious ways that it will work better messages for one. My phone gives me that when I click it, my Chromebook knows to open the messages app here because they're tightly intertwined. And there's probably some lines of code that tell it, Hey, I'm the same thing that's on that phone. I'll handle it. It's cool. Uh, But until developers do that, it doesn't work. But Esh would be kind of the ability, right? To, to kind of fix that. Like you would click it and it might open up a little window. Yeah, My guess. And and maybe open it on your phone and then it mirrors that, phone experience right, because they yeah they've now
2: added in code for resizing the edge window so i guess you could kind of set your default size when you click on one of those interactions it brings up a mirrored version of that from your phone and then you can kind of position it and size it where you want with it.
0: that without having to open your phone like the phone could be yeah. sitting on the desk face down like normally yeah, I'll that's the it, right? assumption yeah
2: yeah
1: that would uh, if See, it was anything help. yeah if it was anything else it'd be kind of weird yeah But honestly, I mean, think about it. You can cast your phone. I mean, via the the very weak cast protocol, and get a pretty good, you know, mirroring of your phone on a television. So I mean, like, it's not talking about anything that's like groundbreaking. And then leverage WebRTC, which
0: somebody who's been building this for years is listening right now. They're like, no, it is hard, Robbie. No, what's his name? Justin. Justin Newberry. He's like,
2: yeah. That's all there is to it. Yeah, it's, it's just that simple. That simple. The, Justin birdie
1: yeah, right. was responsible for WebRTC, right? And that's what is used in all sorts of different video, moving stuff, and conferencing apps, and mirroring stuff, and all that stuff. I don't know that the cast protocol calls on that because it's been around yeah, way no longer idea. than WebRTC so. ever was. And so this this thing's going to use WebRTC, which is really you know low bandwidth. It doesn't need a whole lot of data. It just works really well for all sorts of applications. And so you know if. My point was, if casting that's been around for a decade can do that already, we're we're not this, talking about some giant leap to no. be like, oh my god, you can mirror my phone into a window on my Chromebook. How? Like, of course they have this in their back pocket. So
2: yeah, I mean, some some phone makers have that built. Uh, yeah. LG. I think my last mm-hmm. LG yeah. I had, you just yeah. I plugged it in my monitor and it was just there.
1: Yeah. So there's there's different ways that they can they can do some of this stuff, and it, apparently they're going to use WebRTC in this in this particular version of it, and you know, if it's just as simple, like we thought it was going to be as simple as you click on a WhatsApp notification, for instance, and instead of trying to open the WhatsApp web app on your Chromebook, it would just pop a window up. And, you know, that window could be open on my, like, I don't know if it's going to look like you'll see it on your device as well. If it's a full mirroring, or I have no idea. Um, Or if it can open up almost like a window in the background on your phone where it's showing it on your Chromebook, but not having to necessarily display it on your, I don't know. We don't know. Um, But the idea being you click it, it opens up a window, lets you interact, you can close it down afterwards. Which then begs the question, like, would I need WhatsApp web anymore? Would I need, you know, uh messages for web or I don't know. I don't know how that stuff's gonna work. But if I have to imagine if I can click and interact in a messaging app or something like that from a notification <clears throat> that came from my phone, on my phone, on my Chromebook, and then move it away when I'm done with it it's probably the route I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, that way there's less like why I answered it on here and I didn't open? Oh crap. I didn't open up WhatsApp on my Chromebook. Sometimes I forget to have them open in the background. So I'm not getting those notifications. If it's all just riding through that phone, that is still your main communication hub. I mean, it is, um, I, I think that's a win. That seems like a cool thing. Uh, but what Michael's writing about, it seems like they're, um, maybe taking it to another level, like, like, yeah, uh, mirroring, um, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I the,
2: the string that XDA uncovered from the APK teardown from Android was a Google Play Services. Yeah. Google Play Services it says apps stream enabled description. And it just says stream apps to your Chromebook. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe not it, sure. How, so that I'm assuming that would have to be initiated from your phone so yeah. you use connected devices or device pairing which they call it now and right. you have an app open and I guess it'd probably be live in the share sheet, share sheet as well i mean you probably yeah. just click share and then click the send to your devices and, and I, you it know' michael, comes up via home phone hub
1: I and michael said it. in the article possibly you know maybe since there's a there's already an app icon technically for Esh, this is the whole phone mirroring thing like perhaps phone hub just gets kind of
0: beefed up with this Put into this yeah.
1: yeah and you just you click it and you can you can interact with your phone or you can just like click the mirroring button and see your phone your phone's there and you just interact with it and i'm like that'd be kind of cool no, no, should, yeah you know and that way you when you sit down at your chromebook you set your phone down and you don't have to ever pick it up again until you close the chromebook and walk away unless like, you want to make a phone call if it's mirrored, what could kind of it <laughs> Yeah. I mean, honestly, sure. why not? Yeah. It's it's um, it's still
0: routing through the antennas that are here. So, yeah, yeah it could we're
1: work. Just, you're just mirroring sure. that display and controlling it. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know that what it's going to do. But it, obviously, the work is going on. It's happening. How are they going to choose to leverage this in the future? Uh, my guess, this sounds 100% to me like a October – this is on on your pixel. You can do this with your Chromebook first kind of thing. I would be my guess. That sounds like this type of well, functionality. And
0: it's, and it's so much of this connected devices, like everything kind of working together. And well, that was one of their main three things for mm-hmm. Android 12
1: in the keynote at Google IO. Um, one of the three main pillars was connect devices because they used better together again, yeah. you know? And so I don't know. It's uh it's interesting because like, oh, so then what kind of stuff can I share? Cause nearby share is still necessary even for, but then like, think of you could mirror your phone up here and you needed to grab that file off your phone. Can you, you use nearby share when that mirroring comes up, you can accept the nearby share just right here on your Chromebook screen. You literally wouldn't have to pick the phone up off the yeah. desk when you sit down to your Chromebook. It's really cool to think that about could,
0: That could be interesting.
1: Can I play PUBG.
0: Oh my gosh! Of course, yeah, come on! Of now. course, that's, that's where that's 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 all Robbie wants to do. Robbie just wants to play PUBG <laughs> on his freaking Chromebook.
1: Oh no, because I guarantee you, Gyro won't be passed over that. No, so. uh, nope. nah, it's out. No, nah. it's over. Forget Never it. mind. I Never mind. Say it. Act like so, I didn't say
0: it. And, and it like so. This kind of uh, leads into our next thing we're going to kind of mention here. Uh, so like all of this, I feel like is 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 Google trying to do better about having everything connected right the whole better together thing in in as they're working on all of that in doing that they're now building their own phones or their own silicon that is gonna they've they've been building their own phones for a while joe uh (laughs) (laughs) uh, they're working on the silicon and 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 now uh i don't know if it'll be out i don't know if the article will be out if we're going to write it up does michael say he was writing it um maybe yeah sure i so, got it mixed up between one and i don't know so there is a particular type of of glass that has been used a very thin type of glass yes that is used in folding phones yeah
1: presumably that is <laughs> made by samsung for yeah. samsung's it's utg ultra thin glass um and apparently there's a report going around that samsung is not only going to be making foldable displays which we've known this Uh, The foldable display part that they're going to be making them for Google has been open for a a few months I think at this point. Uh, But now it's being said that not only are they going to get the foldable OLED from Samsung but the UTG this ultra thin glass covering over it which is very much a Samsung only thing they're going to be supplying that to Google as well. And so obviously the last couple days the internet's kind of gone a little crazy with this because it's just more signal that google's is making a foldable, like,
0: hundred percent. Well, what's this, that one little? What's the one little graphic that we've used for a couple things oh, it's that from has from Chrome OS Dev? Yeah, yeah. The Chrome OS Dev has a little foldable thing right there. Yeah, and that's interesting
1: that that's on Chrome OS Dev. And I get it; like they have phones and tablets on there too. so their their whole point from their perspective is, hey, if your Android app works on Android, works on a foldable, you also need to make sure it works on a Chromebook, exactly. like like. Do all do all the steps because the Chromebook is just as much a part of this ecosystem now as anything yep. else. Um, and so at first, you know, we want to look at it and be like, oh my god, it's a foldable, you know, Chromebook, which would be awesome. Like put a, put a Chromebook in a little foldable, uh, it'd be fun. But there's so many things that they'd have to iron out. Like we're not going down the Chromebook phone thing because um, the more and more Google moves into these directions, the more and more I think like like Apple, there's certain things that they want to just keep separate. Like yeah. I it just. I don't see them making that play for a Chrome OS powered phone anytime soon. I just don't think that's a thing, especially you're going to work on mirroring an Android phone to a Chromebook. Like, yeah, it definitely doesn't seem like something you'd be doing if your end goal was to make a Chrome phone, Um, but to make them, to make them work together more seamlessly, 100%. And so, you know, it'd be, it'd be awesome to see a foldable, you know, pixel phone that, could dual boot Chrome OS or sure. something that would be neat, you know, cause it's, it's a pretty good size display that you could keyboard and stuff up, but that's probably not what's going on here. Yeah. Um, more than likely, you know, Google knows that the foldable scene is, it's gonna keep going. Like Samsung is stuck with it for a reason. Like, yeah. I, and I know it's yeah. not making them a ton of money, but they see this as the future. Right? Of, but look at they have devices. that
2: one commercial that they've been running like crazy. That's that is the flip and mm-hmm. the what's the other one? The fold, the fold, fold and the flip. I mean. It's, it's crazy to sit and watch this because we think about handling that one at CES two years ago. I <laughs> the, I the Flix Pie. Yeah, Roy like, Alex. oh, Flix this pie. is so cool, but, like, this is so much the future. Well, I mean, tech moves at light speed. We're two years into this, and, I mean, like Robbie said, the the manufacturers know that this is the direction things are going. It's not going to overtake the phone market, but this will be a solid segment of the phone market. I, mean, I could honestly, see
1: eventually it... it if the technology keeps moving in the right direction, I could see it overtaking standard
2: yeah. phones. Right, because you think sure. about like the old-school flip phones. Why were they so popular? Because they created a compact design for phones. And then, then screens became a thing, and then it evolved back to big phones and phablets because people wanted more screens. Well, people still want compact, they still want portable, they still want versatile. Now you can have your big screens and have all the versatility too. So yeah, right. I mean and
1: Samsung's using it in both ways, I think exactly. that's beneficial that if you really are prizing a super compact form factor, you get the flip. What? And so it's it's tiny when it's closed up, you know, and, and usable. I mean you can see some notifications and stuff on it, but you know, ultimately when you open it up, you're getting a full size you right. know, normal smartphone. Uh, and then for the people that really would rather have a tablet and something that's a little more optimized, I, I bought the, uh, no, I bought, Z-fold. I didn't get two. the two. Oh, I, you I got, got the original. original. Oh yeah, that's right. I found it, found it cheap before it the something. two came out and I got it. And I'm not gonna lie. I I love the idea of it. Um, I couldn't get past Samsung's software. It's just so overbearing. It's- <laughs> um it's- yeah, and so, a lot of
0: a lot of bloat.
1: Yeah, so I struggled with some of that. That was one of the main issues. And then, um, you know, the first one was way bigger than the second one was, and the third one will be probably thinner and lighter and smaller, and you know, more compact. And the hinge will be better to where it closes more. Blah blah blah. It's going to get better. And I don't know. It was just it was a cool concept. It was so neat to be able to flip it wide open and like launch PUBG and play a game on what felt like an iPad Mini. I mean, it's almost the same exact screen size as an iPad Mini. Be like, cool, but then I'm gonna fold it and put it back in my pocket. Yeah, a reading art like that was the issue. Like reading websites and stuff. Like websites weren't sure exactly what how to, do to with handle it because it. Yeah. it was like, is this desktop or mobile? And so some sites looked kind of weird in it, and there wasn't a quick scaling thing. And I, I don't know. Like it, I think the whole thing could have just been scaled a bit differently. And the 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 two might fix all that, and they have better uh, their software is better at putting apps in certain spaces and and ultimately like when you're reading on a smaller display you, you really don't want a full width like that size window it's an it's an awkward size and so being able to quickly snap it over to the left side to where it's basically a smartphone and then I just have some open space over here makes a whole lot more sense but the new one for your quick looking you know has the full size screen on the front that you would use for most quick glancing stuff. And then when you're ready to watch a video or ready to read a book, like reading books on it was fantastic. Um, But I think like the, the surface duo was an awesome Mm -hmm. example of like, this is really what we want out of a bigger screen. We want to be able to compartmentalize and they've leaned obviously all the way into that. Like full screen was kind of trash, Uh, but it could have one thing on the left, one thing on the right. And it was really awesome. The, the fold was like that, too. Like, when you did compartmentalize left and right, it was great. It was when you tried to do certain things that you're used to doing on your smartphone, full screen, it was kind of awkward. Um, and so, while I don't think Samsung's great at doing stuff like that, Google's really Amazing. good at doing yeah, stuff absolutely. like that. So, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and there's tons of stuff that we're seeing already about foldables and, and even in the Chromium repositories because they want to make sure that Chrome... Mm-hmm understands foldables. Here's where the seam yeah, is. Yeah, because whether Google pursues is. it
2: from a hardware standpoint or not, they have to be prepared for this because Chrome, Chrome, Chrome runs be on everything. Yeah, right. so It's crazy because I look at this. The This is the flip. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. I mean, it's tiny when it's folded up, but this thing is the exact same screen yeah. size What's as you? my OnePlus 9 Pro. Yeah. And I think about how many people would love, heck, I would like to Fold a, that in half? If this folded in half, it you would be perfect because I could put it in my front pocket because I don't like putting my phone in my back pocket. It would be perfect. You know, you're going to the club, you're going to whatever, (laughs) fold it up.
1: (laughs) And it does some nice little tricks, you know, where it sets up, like you're doing a video call so it can kind of set up and act as its own track. Like there's some nice tricks. And so I think both of these form factors make a ton of sense, you know, and and you've even got, there's an ad running on uh, Android Central right now, of a video, the Fold 2 uh, versus Huawei's new take on the Fold. Remember their first one, the entire screen folded outward. Uh, and it closed up really nicely, and it worked really well. But these screens are super. Uh, uh, what's the opposite? Of durable. <laughs> super not durable.
0: Super not durable. <laughs> We're getting
1: to the end of the podcast, and my words are running out. Um, <laughs> but even Huawei's new yeah, foldable, that. they went with the screen on the inside, hmm. closed it around it. Like, and and you can look at the I'm looking at it right now, it's a Mr. Mobile video. The hinge on it looks great. It closes almost completely down. And so like hinges, screens, all this tech just keeps getting better because companies now see, oh, there's they're gonna really go for this. Let's we'll be the next one that supplies the screen to so and so. We'll be the next one that supplies the the glass, the ultra thing. I mean, they're making glass that can bend for crying out loud. I mean it's, what? It's it's <laughs> what, what's what's happening bendable glass? What is what does that even mean? <laughs> And so, I would like, love to figure out the tech behind that. The tech is interesting, like from that perspective and, and what it could mean. And have you seen the rollable ones? Yep. So where the, the phone just kinda expands outward and the screen unrolls it's, it's from a inside coiled yeah. kind of in one side. I love that too. Actually I kind of like that better, if I'm being honest. Like I I like that idea that but you're still dealing with a flexible screen that's going to be less Durable.
2: That's why I want. The scroll phone. You just pull out a little tube. And you're like... <laughs> Let me check <laughs> my notes. Have you
1: seen them? Yeah. They're, they're insane. Uh, L- D- LG or Lenovo 1 made yeah. like a little concept. It's one. like yeah. we're
2: back in the, you know... The olden times. Roman, Roman times <laughs> scroll Let, yeah.
0: Let me check my scroll.
2: Harold, <laughs> <Herald>, read this.
1: <laughs> and they, I don't know how they ever make a, a screen that can roll up that's ever going to be able to withstand all the junk that's gonna hit that screen I have no idea how that's Gosh, ever it's gonna, gonna be a thing. I mean we
2: can send ships into space that withstand tens of thousands of degrees it, it can happen but can they happen.
1: don't all roll right. up into a tube right? yeah. <laughs> that's true yeah. so yeah. I, you know that's that's gonna be the fun part about watching all of this take shape Ooh, look I'm the new Huawei one has a kickstand on it. Underneath it. Oh, really? Yeah, so you, uh, he hasn't unfolded all the way. And it's just sitting and like a... little kickstand. It's got a little kickstand here. Let me rewind that Yeah, you think
2: you're sitting at a desk. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly cool. the angle we have our, our cool. devices yeah. at right now. So, that's
1: And perfect. I'm like, that kind of thing with a keyboard I and a mouse. Know. And a little Chrome OS on it, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, where... Uh, that's, that's where, where, where you start there, getting so. into the part where I'm like, yeah, dual booting onto something like <laughs> that would be quite amazing. I, we're not there yet, so don't get excited. We're not saying that's happening. But... Clearly, Google is getting ready to get involved in this foldable game, Um, and that's exciting on a number of fronts because I'm like, the idea that we could have a foldable that doesn't have all the weird bloat of all these different companies and to get a pixel version of hardware and
0: software... And have it foldable. Well, oh yeah. man! And we've talked about this.
1: I'd be on board.
0: Yeah, because you're 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 getting everything there. Because we've talked about this. I think on last week's podcast with the the Pixel mm-hmm. Six and the Six Pro that are coming. The real win there is going to be the integration of hardware and software, um, and 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 all of and, and the the processor all coming together. It's it's integrated. Right. Well, like we said. Google's going to have to figure out all this folding phone stuff oh, like cuz their their stuff's going to have to work. So then if they really integrate that next level with a foldable. Whew, but and that's that the cool thing so is that d-
2: Google is putting all this work into des- d- making sure their softwares work with foldable cuz it's not just Chrome, it's Android in general. Yeah. I mean it's almost like they can come at it from a completely different angle. We know what works, we know what doesn't work. Let's build hardware around the platform instead of vice versa, which is what all the Did, other manufacturers are doing.
0: Didn't Hiroshi say something about foldables like not too long ago? I like tweet, tweet just, something? Yeah, and this was in it wasn't anything specific. It was just that you know, Android is is moving into foldables and it's going to be optimized. Something around that, I can't remember. Yeah, and to
1: be fair, you know, they're, we we a lot of times look at, since Google makes their own phones, as if they're somehow competitors to Samsung. Yeah. And they're definitely not. Like, they're working, maybe not as close as they would work for a Chromebook, for instance. But when it comes to Android phones, they're working with these manufacturers to help to go. Like, Samsung's like, We're, we want to do this. We want to use Android. Can, you, can we get this working? Part of that was the developers for from Google making sure that Android was going to support that in in the most basic forms um at at first and so you know so Hiroshi's going to talk about foldables yeah. and stuff from Samsung just as much as he would talk about anything else Absolutely. because exactly. it's still their team making something that works uh, in a device that another manufacturer makes but yeah i'd be Way more awesome if Google had their own. Yeah, just one hundred percent, all one hundred
0: And if you're holding your breath, like this is not something that is probably going to get announced in like October or Android even. Android Central said they might. Oh, and they my they gosh. see them
1: now. It could be something like what Samsung did, where they're just like teasing it, tease it, and show yeah. it, and go, "Hey, this is coming."
0: Yeah. Early 2022 or something. That like That That would be so amazing. Yeah! Wow! Uh, yeah. I cannot as, as excited wait. as I am about the Pixel Six. Like, that would wait. be just. The only, thing, the only thing that will make all of this better is if they have an in-person event and we get to go yes. and experience this and hold these yes. things when they are announced. I am <laughs> ready. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah. So we're getting close. We're getting close. I think maybe by I think maybe by the fall they, they might have a you know they're they're still obviously going to have to take some precautions. Yeah, but it makes but. sense
2: because the the if they have it at the end of September, beginning of October, like we be, believe they will, they they have their free, their freestanding retail store will be open by then. It would be a great time for them to hold an event
0: downtown New York. Yeah, tour the site, see yeah. what's new. Oh, yeah a hundred I mean, percent right. because the the yeah. last event that we went to up there was in. That area. It's mm. the Chelsea area, Chelsea Market area. Is, it, is that little area called Chelsea Market, or is it just the, no, that No, it's just that Chelsea. Building? Chelsea That's Market is, Chelsea. is, that, is that, bu- that that big that warehousey
2: mm-hmm. looking building that attaches
0: where to, Where Robbie and I went up yeah. to the YouTube studio. Yeah. We're going to go up there again. <laughs> we just went right up the
1: elevator walked in, and they told us we couldn't be up there. We only had...
0: Like, well, hey, how you doing? We we feel free, free to leave.
1: 15,000 subscribers. Yeah, we did there.
0: not have many subscribers at that point. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. Hey,
1: hubris counts for something, right? That's what right. Was
2: that 2016... Ish has been
1: 2017, February of yeah, 2017. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Go
0: back and see how yeah, many we subscribers didn't many. we didn't have many subscribers. Then. Yeah, we might and have hit 10,000. Walk in with as our black we to CES <laughs> that year. I think. Yes, so I
1: bet you we were probably yeah. at yeah 12 to 15,000. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we we're like we got invited to a Samsung event. Oh, we were. We're, we're a
2: big deal. So we're going to walk. Kind of a big deal. Yeah,
0: we did, we saw YouTube. we were like, ah, oh, cool. Oh, s- see speaking what this is about.
2: Just throwing this out there. Was in a random conversation yesterday. I won't say where or with whom. And <laughs> I
0: love where this is going. This is this is. Uh, we should end every yeah. podcast with a story by game. <laughs> you you can call this a humble
2: brag if you want. It's not a brag. It's just it it, it cracks me up. The nature of people uh, who don't understand how the world works. Uh, made a comment about being a blogger, whatever you want to call us, tech journalists whatever we're bloggers so let's be honest blogger we like share that. opinions yeah. of things Respon- <laughs> response from someone in this group was oh you're a blogger if that's a real job i'm a lawyer <laughs> wow so i said good for awesome you. good for you how much uh how much uh student loan debt did you have <laughs> yeah and, and i'm like i'm just like that's great. I'm glad you're a lawyer. I, I have the we utmost respect for people. Yeah. I mean, we know someone very close to someone yeah. who's a lawyer. Uh, we need that. And that's great. And and I hold people in the highest regard that have the, the ability to commit to something that requires 2,500 years of school. Yeah. That's great. But You don't make the world go round.
0: You can't discount other things. I mean, don't get
2: me wrong. We're not we're not the Salvation Army over here. We're not (laughs) we're not doctors (laughs) without borders or anything like that. But tech makes the world go round just as much, if not more, than anything else. And we enjoy doing what we're doing. So you know, whatever
0: there you have it I don't know why that just story, it really, really rubbed me the wrong story. Way. story from Gabriel to wrap up the podcast we appreciate everybody tuning in this week as always we're going to link everything that we've talked about today down in the show notes so go check that out and and dig in a little bit more if you're interested in, in that but we appreciate you all listening and we'll catch you next week see ya